Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today our topic is bad things. Like when bad things happen in life, because we're humans, it, it's inevitable. I mean, it's part of our journey here on earth. Bad things are going to happen. And, you know, one of the questions is like, why do bad things happen to good people? And on the flip side, can good things happen to bad people? And then that, what goes through my brain is, well, who's saying who's good and who's bad and how we're the, it just goes, it, it gets massive for me. So Amen, we're going to talk, we're going to talk through, thank you, Bill. <laughs> we're going to talk through all that. And for me, the bottom line is when bad things do happen, because they're going to happen, what do you do? How do you handle it? So we're going to talk through that today. We've got on the line today, MJ, Bill and Kevin and myself. Awesome, Angie, honoring the awesomeness in all of you. And as always, thanks for joining us. And um, all right, I'm just going to throw it out to the group. Um, whoever well, Ann, feels- hold on. To answer your question of who's good and who's bad, <laughs> I was reading in the book of Isaiah, I think it was chapter 33, and I forget the verse, but the verse said, the Lord is, is, is our God, he's our, our judge and our lawgiver. And- that's who's going to determine who's good or bad, Ange. Yes, we have our opinions, but he's the ultimate uh, decider. All right. Boom. Love it. All right. All right. I love it. So when bad things happen, let's talk about that. Why is it, Why is God allow that? Why is God allow about bad things to happen? Is that just a part of what happens on this planet? Is that uh, was that the original the original plan? I don't think so because the original plan was being in the garden of Eden and living off the land and, you know, communicating with plants and animals endlessly and everything's wonderful and beautiful. And, and then of course, man got involved and made decisions that weren't along the, the rules that they, they broke the one rule and then things ch changed since then, really. <laughs> and yeah. bad things started happening. So let's anyone have any thoughts, comments, want to add to that well you know one of the things you know god gave us free will and he gave us a chance to to make a choice and that way we choose to either love him or we choose not to love him and you know that's that's the the challenge we're coming up against here uh, there's going to be there are two for, forces in this world you know there is the satan there is the devil and it is an evil force that's out there. We cannot say it's not there. It is there. But we have the stronger one, which is the love and the, and the God-focused, you know, uh, power that if we plug into it, you know, even when those bad things do happen, we, it will be turned to good. Down the road, you will see why it was turned to good. God has this vision. He has this ability to see things that we don't see and he could see everything and where we just see what's right in front of us. And that's, you know, like in the story of Job, you know, that's one of the things we're going to talk about today is just, you know, here's a great story of something that happens bad to a good guy. And, you know, he never loses, you know, he, he questions God, but he, he truly doesn't lose faith in who he knows is his, 
uh, his Lord and Savior, you know. He, Amen. He knows, yeah, he knows where his power comes from. So anyhow, I just look at this at, you know, there's so many things that you will see throughout your lifetime where things are going to go backwards and you can either curse God or you can trust in him. And that's the biggest thing. He just wants us to trust in him. And one, when you do that and you pray, and that's your, your communication with God is praying. He just wants your prayer. He wants your trust. And he knows that there's going to be times that we're going to be tested down here. We're going to be tested. This is not heaven. This is earth. This is one world. There is another world. The other world is heaven. That is perfect. This well, area is not day, perfect. They are going to become one. Right. Yeah, exactly. Someday. Yeah. So anywho, that's just my first take. And I'll, I'll leave it at that for thoughts. And then, you know, I got some other things that I wrote down here. Go ahead. Bill, you got anything to add to that? Well, I was, I, I kind of want to handle the one about when good things happen to bad people. <laughs> okay. Because I, and I got one friend in particular I'm going to talk about. His name is Joe. Joe is and has pretty much told me flat out that he's an atheist, but he appreciates the relationship with the God that I worship. And he even told me one day, keep preaching the good news, Bill. He's like, keep doing what you're doing. And Joe, for a non-believer, and has basically rebuked God for whatever reason, I still don't know why. But God, he's, in my, he's a true friend to me. As far as a human to human person and one spirit to another, he's really been there and, and been a good friend. And we have deep conversations and our relationship means something. It's not based on money. However, he has been so blessed. He's got a great job. He's got a great business. Uh, he's making like a half a million dollars a year. And most people would love to make that kind of money. And he always gets opportunities put in front of him. And he has the money to take advantage of them. And financially, for whatever reason, God has totally blessed him. And I look at my efforts sometimes I'm like, hey, God, can I just get a, a nugget, a crumb off the table? <laughs> I mean, Joe is just unbelievably blessed. And in my opinion, um, I would love for him to be in heaven. But the reality is, if he doesn't accept God one day, he's probably not going to be there. He's going to be one of the slaves, uh, you know, uh, serving uh, God's kingdom. And um, I, I just, you know. Uh, I'm amazed that he keeps getting all these opportunities and he doesn't thank God. But I think that is God. For some reason, we're still friends and I still give him what I call try to plant seeds in his heart when we do get on a subject to God. Um, because he'll at least let me talk about it once in a while. And then he'll also let me know, oh, Bill, all right, that's, that's a little much. we got to stop that. <laughs> and um, I think that's God sending opportunities his ways and blessing him in, in that way because Joe is kind of all about money and always has been. He's trying to awaken, uh, you know, Joe spiritually with these blessings because for me, if I was in Joe's place, 
oh my God, I would be praising God. I would be helping out so many people. And Joe is the tightest person on the planet. And when I have asked him for money, because I believe you should be able to ask your friends anything if they're a true friend. And, um, you know, uh, some people will help you and some people won't. But Joe really, yeah, he's giving me a hundred bucks here or there. But when I really needed some help and uh, he's always said no. And as a Christian, I don't blame Joe for saying no. I just, he's got his reasons and I still accept him. And just because he doesn't help me doesn't make him my friend. He just said no to what I wanted. So I got to respect his viewpoint. And I'm glad Joe's getting blessed because maybe God has me in his life. Because I always tell him, Joe, those are from God. Those blessings and your opportunity, that's where they're coming from. And um, I'm glad that God lets good things happen to bad people so that they can change. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Kevin, I'll, I'll jump on what, you know, Bill was saying, um, you know, so, you know, we, we, you know, we're talking about bad things and, you know, suffering comes from bad things. You know, that's, I think that's kind of a, a way people look at it. Right. You know, uh, you know, this, this I'm suffering, therefore this thing is a bad thing. And, uh, you know, I think Andrew, you're probably going to take that, you know, that a little bit, I, I could hear it earlier, you were talking, you got an angle you want to run with there. But what I'll, what I'll kind of bring up is, you know, suffering comes from three different places. Um, it can come from ourselves, right? We can create our own problems. With yes, our own very vision, true. Our very own, true, Kevin. Yeah. Well, suffering can come from our environment. Um, you know, we talked about, um, you know, earlier, uh, it was brought up about, you know, the Garden of Eden, you know, this idea of original sin. Well, it is a broken world, you know, um, you know, the, you know, the, the, the eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge, you know, was the only rule that, that they were given. And it was the only rule they broke, you know, <laughs> in the Garden of Eden. And, uh, you know, but it, what that showed was a desire, right? It showed the desire to do something contrary to the will of God. Uh, and uh, so, you know, we have broken people that we interact with. And uh, so they bring suffering in our lives at times. And, uh, and then the third is God himself. God, you know, it, I know that's probably not, you know, people probably don't like hearing this, but God does put suffering in a person's life. I mean, he'll, he'll, he, he won't, it won't, it won't be the devil. It, it's God himself. He authors suffering at times. Uh, and, uh, and why, you know, why would any one of those three exist? Uh, because they, well, they Kevin, kind of come Kevin, different I want to comment on your, on your, on your sure. statement there. Um, yeah. When you refer to that God allows suffering time and time again uh, throughout the whole Bible, God allows suffering because the people have reviewed his laws and have turned their back on him and have uh, pretty much started to worship idols. And um, that, I mean, uh, you know, so I understand guys like, okay, well, you're going to suffer a little bit and see if you turn, your, turn back to me in, in, in your time of need when you need me that's when you're there, but I'm always there. That's, you know, how God probably looks at it. We should be praising him in the good and the bad or suffering times. We should praise him in both. So, 
Yeah. So, um, and I agree with what you said, Bill. I, I think um, the point that I was uh, maybe distinct, drawing the distinction of is that God can author suffering. I mean, uh, for, for the benefit, you know, for the glorification of himself, right? He think bad things can happen and they're not caused by ourselves. They're not caused by, um, they're not caused by another person. They're just bad things that, that God, God allows, uh, you know, and, and Job is an example of that. And, 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 and yeah, you kind of cut to the chase of the story there, you know, with, with why, why does that, why does that happen? But I think the, the point that I really wanted to illustrate here is that, um, you know, bad things, bad things uh, can come from many different places. They can come from ourselves or others or God. Um, you know, they're all allowed by God, right? God has God is has the ultimate power to stop anything, right? If He doesn't want it to happen, it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, so all suffering is allowed by God. Uh, regardless of its source um and that brings up the question then of well, well why you know why would why would god allow suffering to take place isn't that cruel isn't that uh, mean um isn't that um you know uh something you know just really that's not admirable uh and i think the and i think bill i think you're right i think that the reason that suffering is allowed in this world is because, you know, there's, there's, there, there are, there are things in this life that we do get pleasure from. There are things in this life that we do get fulfillment from. There are things in this world, you know, that satisfy us to a degree, but they're all, they're all, correct. correct. You know, they're, they're all limited. Um, and, and, and none of them are eternal, right? This world is not an eternal place. So uh, what, what, what I think God is trying to do uh, through the allowing of suffering is point us back to him as, as the true source of strength and power and peace. Uh, he, I think he's pointing us back to him as the way to really ultimately find what it is that we want uh, and uh, so that's uh, that and that's my that's my spin on this is is that there's there's lots of different sources from suffering they all come they're all allowed by god and ultimately god's desire is for us to know him and it's and the suffering is, a, is an avenue for us to to know him that way all right, Amen. Bill. Bill, do you have anything to add? I've got some questions I'm gonna throw in here. Um, no, I'm, no. Go ahead, Angie. All right, because um, I I'd love to expand on the discussion of God authors. I believe that's the word you used, Kev. God authors suffering, mm -hmm. and I would I I want I that does not make sense to me. Um. Yeah. Here's here's how I see. Hey, Ange. Yeah, go ahead. Quick. Yep. Um, you gotta. We gotta remember that Job was a, a faithful servant to God, and God blessed him for that. The devil is the one that came to God and asked him, "Can I basically? Um, I want to see if your servant will turn against you if I make him suffer." 
So suffering also does, it comes from both places. It comes from the devil trying to keep you from building God's kingdom on earth here. And it also comes from God, I believe, to test our faith. So suffering comes from both of those places. So there's, there's a difference. There's, so, Bill, there's a difference between suffering that's allowed by God versus suffering that's authored by God in, in, in the sense that God originates uh, something that causes suffering. Uh, in the story of Job, right, that is the authorship, that is not the authorship as much as it is the allowance of, right? It's, you know, the devil, the devil is the one that, you know, is the one that's causing the problems for Job and God is sitting there watching. So Angie, I think your question was, what, how can, how can, uh, how can an almighty God an all loving God author suffering? Is that the question that you're? Um, I, okay. So I, sorry, I was on mute guys. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So in Job, remind me, like, give me a direction here in Job. Where is it saying that God is authoring the suffering? Does anybody have believe, that in front of you? I believe it's in the first chapter. Hold on one second. Yeah. Um, Cause here, he, here's how I, here's, here's a metaphor of how I'm, I'm seeing this conversation as far as suffering and where it comes from and what's the purpose of it. Um, so let's say your, your right foot hurts for some reason, you're just kind of noticing as you're walking around and moving through life, you know, you feel like a little pain every so often in your right foot. And, you know, it's like, you kind of notice it, you know, it's getting your attention, but you're like, eh, it's not that bad. You just kind of keep going. And then, so you kind of ignore it because you think, oh, it's just nothing. And then it's the pain starts getting a little bit worse and it starts moving a little bit further through your body and to the point where you can't ignore it anymore. And, and then finally you're like, all right, maybe I should just go to the doctor and have this checked out. And you go have someone look at it and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, such and such is wrong. And, you know, you, you know, here's what we got to do. Um, and they're like, why didn't you come in sooner? <laughs> you know, that, that kind of conversation pain, cause pain and suffering has a point. Um, and it's, it's to protect us. It's to, it, it serves some purpose to help us as humans when we tune into it and notice like, like a baby, like a baby dragon, when they're little teeny tiny, you know, they're super cute little <laughs> things. But if you let that dragon grow up, you know, cause it's so cute, you know, you just kind of live with it for a while and it just keeps all of a sudden, you know, it's growing and growing. And then there's this huge dragon in it, like breathes on you and you die of from being <laughs> burned to death. Um, yeah. That's how I see this. You know, just a couple of metaphors there. Um, to answer your question in chapter one of Job, verse 12, he authors this and it says, and the Lord said unto Satan, behold, all that he hath, he's referring to Job, is in thy power, only upon himself, not put forth thy hand. And that means do not kill him. And then it says, so Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. So that's right there, God authoring Satan. Okay, you can uh, uh, attack my uh, servant. And God also asked Satan uh, earlier uh, about Job. And this is what he says about Job. This is the Lord talking about his um, um, faithful uh, 
uh, I don't want to know if servant's the right word, but, you know, obedient follower. And the Lord said unto Satan, hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and rebuke evil. So, um, and so what, so I see that, okay, so thank you. So that clarifies the actual authoring, but still going back to the metaphor, God knew what was going to happen. God knew that Job would, you know, event, you know, eventually, you know, gain double and, and survive through and thrive through everything. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're absolutely right, but we don't find it out till the end of the story but right yes, but god knows but god, god knows, knows that, that though yeah. yeah i guess that's my point is there is a you know even though it's allowed and it's authored and it's happening um everything always works out for good and it's so how do we get through that middle is where my brain goes how do we get through that middle while it's happening whether we're chosen to have it happen or or uh, we bring it on ourselves through free will um that's where my brain goes with this conversation does anyone have any other things to add before we take that turn <laughs> no well no i mean i think but i think you're i think you're whether god authors something or he allows it whether it comes from someone else or ourselves you know or wherever right it, it, the the idea is is that the suffering is there and we can do anything we want with it, right? Um, we do have free will. We, you know, we, the God does give us the, the freedom to choose, right? Um, now, do we choose to honor God in our suffering is really the question that I, from my point of view, that I ask myself, you know, when, when I have a, a suffering that I'm dealing with, uh, you know, because you know, on one hand, we can, we can seek to resolve the pain. We can go through the exercise of being like, I just want this problem gone. I want it away. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Right. And we can put our energy towards pushing away of whatever it is that is causing the pain. Um, that's one way that you can spend your energy. The other way that you can spend your energy is, is to, learn from the experience, grow from the experience, um, but still suffer, you know, um, you know, a, a phrase that I um, uh, picked up a long time ago was, it's not the load, you know, that break when you're carrying a heavy load, it's not the load that breaks you, it's how you carry it. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so, so this, this difficulty, you can learn and grow, you know, you can go through and be like, I'm, you know, I'm learning a lot. I'm growing a lot. I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm, uh, you know, I'm really appreciating, you know, good things. I'm keeping a positive attitude. Right. But, but you're, you're still crushed. It, it is still there weighing on you and, uh, and you can't get rid of it. Right. So you can push it away. You can ignore it. Uh, or, or do what you invest your energy in, in running from it, avoiding it, or trying to squash it and get rid of it out of your life. Or you can, you can suffer through it, which might, the term that I like to use is unnecessary suffering, right? You can, you can suffer through the experience. Um, or the third thing that you can do is you can embrace the experience and release it, 
Um, and what I mean by that is you can go through the exercise of uh, acknowledging this is something that uh, this is something that is is drawing me closer to God, and I'm embracing it. I'm I'm ex I'm I'm appreciative of this. I'm 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 thankful for this. Thank you, God, you know, for um, trusting me with this this that you're giving me, and and I'm going to I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to release this back to you. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is that I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to stress over it. I'm not going to fret over it. It's my perspective of, of what it is, uh, is I'm going to change that perspective. I'm going to orient myself so that I can really look at this as uh, an opportunity to glorify my God. And, uh, and when you do that, when you put your mind to that place and you take that perspective, your energy is devoted to learning about God, growing in your faith with God, growing in your relationship with God. Your energy is being transformed into burning off, as I call it, I, burning off these, 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 these imperfections that, that we have as humans. You know, uh, example, let me give you a, a real life example. So I applied for a new job, um, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. And um, not only, and I, I, I was a good fit for it, I was, right? And uh, not only did I not get the job, I didn't even get an interview in, in the final round for the job. And that bothered me. That really bothered me uh, to the extent that uh, it, it, it really drained my energy. And I was really, I had, some pretty bad self, you know, some pretty bad feelings on the, on the topic. And then what I did to get out of that was uh, I let go of this idea that that, that was really um, what I needed. You know, I, I, in my mind, I was thinking, I need, I need to switch out of my job. I need to go to this other job, current job. It's just not, it's not fulfilling. I'm not really satisfied in it. I'm not growing in this job. And I, and um, God was like, no, you're going to stay in this job and you're going to suffer. Uh, and what I learned to do was see that the current job that I have in a completely different way. And, uh, and so by doing so, by, by basically um, releasing this, this idea, this belief that I had, that you know, I deserved a better job. I wanted a better job because this current job was not "quote unquote" good enough. Um, that allowed me. That that, that released me. So uh, I, you know, I I same job, the same exact job that I had two months ago that I was dreading. I'm I'm actually loving it. I, I I'm really actually really truly appreciating it. Not because my circumstances changed, not because I, uh, I had any sort of, you know, uh, positive attitude about it. I literally just changed the way that I decided I was going to live my life and how I was going to view my circumstances. And, um, and that's, to me, Ange, that's, 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 the, that's the way, that's what God calls us to do, I believe. He calls us to orient ourselves to him. And as we, as we burn off these own ideas of what's good for us and we orient ourselves to God, 
and what, you know, what, whatever his plan is for, I don't know what my plan, his plan is for my life. I just know that I'm orient my, orienting myself to that. And that's how, uh, that's how at least I believe that we should, we should suffer well. Yeah. Beautiful. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. God-focused podcast. <laughs> I always make sure you listen to the end because that's all the good juicy stuff comes out by the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Always well said, Kev. You're, uh, I always love how you're able to articulate um, you're, you're a very deep thinker. You're able to, and you're able to put it into words, which is really great. So. Um, These are the rows between the thorns of Bill and MJ. <laughs> no. oh, man. No. But that, that was good. Cause that, that, that's a, that was such a great description of how, what do you do in the middle? Like what, um, you know, how do you, how do you glorify God through it? That's, I can't even add anything to that. That was just awesome. MJ, you were going to say something? Well, you know, it, it's funny how people look at things. And, you know, I've got two friends, uh, one friend that was all upset that he had a flat tire and he was late to work and one day. And then the same day, another friend uh, was out of a job for a month and he just found out he has cancer. And, the, the friend that just found out he has cancer was in such a better mood than the guy who had a flat tire, you know, oh my gosh, what are we worried about? Sometimes just put the, put your trust in God and you will get through it. He will, he never leaves you. He's always there with you and it will, it will not be pretty. This is not, this is a testing place down here. It's not a resting place. So, you, know, you just have to be ready for anything that uh, can can go wrong. And at the same time, know that he is there for you. And, and, and you just have to say, I will get through this with you. I will get through this with you. I, I'm going to wrap up here with um, a verse. This is from the Amplified Bible. Um, unless anyone has some, anything else to add. Um, or maybe we can discuss this verse real quick because we're coming to the end. Um, in Job, go ahead. Someone was going to say something. No, go ahead. You have a great idea. And, and on this right here. All right. Job five, verse 22 through 24 at destruction and famine, you shall laugh. Neither shall you be afraid of the living creatures of the earth for you shall be in league with the stones of the field and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. And you shall know that your tent shall be in peace and that you shall visit your fold and your dwelling and miss nothing from them. And the side note in here is, um, this is a, uh, a Joyce Meyer amplified Bible, by the way. Um, and, uh, she says, it's one of my favorite passages on laughter as an expression of joy. It tells us that we will laugh at destruction and famine, which is what God would do in a similar situation. We see God laughing at his wicked enemies in Psalms 2, 4. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord has them in derision and in supreme contempt. He mocks them. So if God can laugh at his enemies, we can laugh at ours once in a while. When things come against you, do not be uptight and sensitive. Just stay godly while you enjoy a good laugh. Exclamation mark. 
<laughs> you're not mm -hmm. laughing. And you're, here's, here's what I like. You're not laughing about the problem. You're laughing at the fact that it cannot do you any permanent harm because God's on your side. With that, go in peace and uh, be blessed and uh, stay God-focused. Stay God-focused and keep being awesome. All God's children say. Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.